This is Teresa, and this is The O Show, where we love to fill in the blank with the many life-giving conversations we have as a mother-daughter duo. Keep driving, have a seat, or even do your everyday routines while you listen, and let's talk. We are so excited you're here. I'm so glad to finally be back with my mom. Yay! She's still recovering. <laughs> I do but... a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to today's podcast. It is episode 13, and I'm back with my mom. I'm so Woo! excited. She is back and ready. To get Come this pot started, girl. I'm really excited about this episode. Me too. I love how God uses the unconventional. Yeah. First Corinthians one twenty seven says it best. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. Mm. Which leads me to another scripture in Isaiah which talks about how his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts, says the Lord. And so with that said, sometimes when we find out maybe the religious, cultural, or even ethnic background of someone, we feel like we have them all figured out. Yeah. And we don't really need to get to know them anymore. Exactly. And we actually don't even need to listen to them. Right. We actually put them in a box and we just assume we know who they are Mm -hmm. until one day God prompts us to use that very ethnic, religious, or cultural question as a way to cultivate conversation. Honestly, I feel like looking back on it, I almost feel like the Lord prompted me obviously to say, to ask that because I believe it brought healing to her Yeah, as she spoke. And so I asked her, you know, why do you think people have such a bad outlook of your religion? And she started to kind of break down and was very like, nobody's ever asked me that before. Um, because again, she said they assume something because they read something and it's false. That's not right. Or that's not how I, you know, see it as, you know, my, in my religion. And so she literally shared with me, started sharing with me her experiences with Christ. And, you know, you can't argue with someone about their experiences. That's theirs. You know, you can't take that away from them. But something that I was telling you this morning is what I realized why this world is so, or why it seems so divided nowadays is because you never give a person a chance to speak. Mm. You know, we always cut them off. And when I say we, I mean me. I always cut, you know, we don't mean to, but we do because we're like, no, we already got you figured out. You don't need to say anything. Got it. Get it. But even political parties, we do. Yeah. We don't really know their heart. We don't know why they do what they do. Yeah. And I think, Again, when I said I believe the Lord prompted me because it brought healing to her, I also believe, too, it's what we talked about as an advantage for us to be able to understand the heart of a person 
and to not always agree, even though we listen, doesn't mean we have to agree with it, right? Right. Um, but at least we got it. And it's an advantage point to be able to say, now I know what to pray for. Now I understand why they do what they do. Mm. I get where it's rooted in. That's and so, good. so it's something that we're grateful for. It's an honor and a privilege that the Lord entrusts us with. And so now that we have that knowledge, we're able to pray for them I and we're that. able to love them where they're at truly, you know, yes. and and completely understand. And I think really the, the lesson here is listen, listen, you don't have to agree, but at least listen, you know? Right. And I think too, you know, it leads when, when you ask that question mm-hmm. to that lady, it wasn't about you wanting to know about her religion, really. It was God using that as a prompting question yeah. for conversation. Exactly. So that her heart was being revealed in that moment so that he could reveal it to us, to you and say, now I know how to pray. Now I know how to pray truth, God, into that situation because there are things that I might believe that are not of God that I think are of God. Right. And so maybe when I say something, there's someone God sending my way to pray for me that I, my eyes would be open to hear and see what God really intended. Yeah. You know, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I pray is lavished over me as I lavish that exactly. over others. Yeah. And, you know, I think what it does too is it really that question God used to tear down a barrier. Yeah. And instead of it being a barrier, now it was a bridge. Mm. It was a bridge to say, not because again, it wasn't that you wanted to really know about her religion. It was that the conversation was going to point you and her back to the Father God who wants relationship more than religion. Mm-hmm. You know, I, the only religion God wants is the pure undefiled religion. And that's helping the orphan and the widow, you know, um, that's what he's about when it comes to, if we're going to talk about religion here, but what I, what I really love too, is that some of the principles that she was sharing with you, e- even looking back on her life with yeah. Christ, it was so reflecting Titus too. Hmm. You know, how they taught their daughters and, you know, the women how to consider one another and how to treat their husbands. And the men were taught how to treat their wives as Christ loves the church. So that's how you must love your wife. Exactly. And um, I just thought, wow, that's like so beautiful. Yeah. Now, um, again, what you were talking about you get a vantage point when you have these real conversations instead of arguments, they're conversations because really the best communicators out there are the ones who don't just speak well, but listen well. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So I I just love, what did that do for you, Tristan, when you, when she started to cry and really reveal her heart, what, what did it show you about that? So something that I actually realized as, you know, talking to her and not expecting that response whatsoever, 
I really thought that she was going to be offended, not by me, but just, you know, when you retrace back on what people said to you in the past and you start getting really defensive and angry and feisty. I was like, oh, I don't want her to be that way, you know, but it was obviously the total opposite as she broke down. And so I was like, okay, the Lord knows what she needs and what needs to come out of her and that question. But also something that you and I both realized when we were talking about it this morning and also even early this evening um, was we realized like when people cut others off in conversation, it's like they fail to learn what they believe and how they see. But when we listen, we get a sneak peek on the inside that we would have never gotten on the outside. So it's like, truly listen, it's you so know, good. and I kind of, it leads me to the call to action of this whole thing is listening does not mean again, that you agree. It just means you're simply listening. Mm. And that's the beautiful, for part of communicating, like you said, great a great communicator doesn't just speak well, but they listen well. And so I guess the question today is for our listeners is how have you been a barrier and how can you now be a bridge? Mm, that's really good. Tristan. And that's something not just for our listeners, but to ask ourselves yes, every day, every day, every day is how, you know, what have I created even sometimes unintentionally meaning to, um, not meaning to, yeah, you know, not at all meaning to, but creating a barrier, which I realized I created a barrier for her. How? Just by, um, kind of not asking her the question and just believing what everybody else told me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, that can be a way of unintentionally building a barrier because you don't listen to them because you're listening to everyone say, don't listen to her. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? That's so good. So I did that unintentionally. Like, I did not mean to. Mm. And that hurt her. That yeah. hurt her. And maybe not by me, but that hurt overall. Right. Whoever was in it. And I was in it. And I'm going to be real. I was in it. Well, it is, if you think about it, it's prejudging. Mm-hmm. It's judging a book by its cover. It's judging. Exactly. Judging a book by its cover. It, That's it, what it is. It really is. And, or it's, you know, it sounds familiar and, oh my gosh, this, a lot of times we don't want to hear it because we're fearful of how am I going to, am I going to get sucked into this? Am I going to fall? No, not when the Holy Spirit is in control of exactly. the conversation. Right. When he has control of the conversation, that's totally different Mm -hmm. because it wasn't about the question itself. It was about the question was going to be the open door to find out who is this woman? Who have I called her to truly be? And where is she at right now? And she was grateful. She was grateful to have a listening ear. Yes. And that's what we need to be. That's what we get to be. And doesn't mean we let people vomit all over us. Right. You know, venting ear. No, it's just a listening ear. And a listening ear, again, like we said, does not mean you have to agree with it. Right. It's just you simply listen. And so I I look forward to the further conversations because I believe this will be a process. This is a start to the healing process and to allow her to possibly, Lord willing, let me see it, um, 
to her salvation, you yeah. know, to her rekindling of her relationship with Christ in the freest way possible, that she'll be broken from the bondage. And that's what we got to believe for all the people that we come into contact with and that we get to who we work with or who we are, um, you know, friends with yeah. or anybody, you know, family, whatever it is, um, being looking forward to that. But we have to start with open ears. I love that. Not open mind, like open hearts, you know, because that's when it gets dangerous. Yeah. But having an understanding of a perspective and not being judgmental and not having emotions involved. Right. In it. And it goes back truly to only allowing the love of God to be the navigator by the spirit of the Lord, not our own love not our own open-mindedness. Oh, we got to be more open-minded. No, it's not about that. It's about allowing the Holy Spirit to open our eyes and our hearts to Him. Right. Because He knows how He wants to reach that person through us. Exactly. And we don't always, He doesn't always use us. Exactly. In that way. But when we're, we just need to be available to Him and say, okay, God, do you want us to ask a question. If you do show me how to ask. Yep. Because it's not about the question. It's not even about the answer. It's about the person who needs to meet the answer. Right. And his name is Jesus. So I am just so glad that we got to have this conversation today. It was great. Thank you all so much for joining us on Oh, oh dot, 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 dot with Teresa and Tristan. We are so grateful that y'all joined us on our podcast via iTunes and even Stitcher. We really are grateful for your reviews. If you haven't written one yet, please do so. We would love it. And more than anything, thank you for sharing with your friends and family.